Hello. Hi. I'm Randy. And I'm Claire. And you're listening to Killer Vibes. A true crime podcast. This is the last episode of the season. Yes. So sad. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we're excited. It's, you know, another mystery case. So Randy doesn't know what it is. I'm so pumped because she keeps on trying to guess. She's always wrong. So bad, and it's so funny to watch. I get a lot of satisfaction out of guessing things related (laughs) to true crime. So I really, I've got some ideas though. Okay, I just need more clues. Right. Okay. So do you want to try and guess? Yes, I do. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So the crime took place in Massachusetts in 1974, and. It is completely cold case. Like, we don't know the identity of the victim to this day. We don't know the identity of the killer. We don't know the motive. We know nothing. She was found in Provincetown. Um. I know what this is. <laughs> oh, you do? You I do? Think, I think it's my guess, yeah. Okay. But okay. tell me more. Okay. So I can confirm it. <laughs> um, it's There's a TV show about this, right? There's, like, there's an episode of... Um, What's that show called? Um, it's about evidence. There's a show. Forensic Files? It's not Forensic Files. It's like a slightly worse <laughs> show, kind of like Forensic Files. Uh, Does she have like a fun name? Not a fun name, but like a like a, like like a, moniker, a fun moniker, kind of? Kind of, yes. Is this the Dune Lady? Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I know, I know what you're talking about now. I didn't know yes. that was in Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. So okay. It's on- I thought that was in some random... If I, from what I remember about this case, like some random country town is what I thought. Uh uh-uh, uh, no. So okay. it took, so the murder took place in Provincetown, Massachusetts. Um, the case has been, or well, our victim has been labeled the Lady of the Dunes. Okay, not the Dune Lady? No, not the Dune Lady. <laughs> We're a little bit more classy here. The Lady of the Dunes. I really thought this was like a, I did not, I didn't think this was in New England. That's so weird Mm-mm. to me. That changes everything that I know about this story. Right, and there's some interesting things that have to go along with its location, and we'll get into that as we dive in. <laughs> Dune lady on the beach, yeah, um, yeah. So we're gonna dive into that right now. That's so funny. Okay, yeah, poor You're lady so of the dunes. I know. Thank you <laughs> for recognizing my cleverness. Okay, so on July 26, 1974, a 13-year-old girl was walking her dog in Provincetown, Massachusetts, when she stumbled upon a very disturbing scene. Dun dun dun. Uh, in the brush of the Race Point Dunes, there was a woman. Her body was bad. Her body was badly decomposed. Her hands were missing, and her head was almost completely severed from her body. It looked as though the killer was making attempts to mask his victim's identity. The autopsy report would also show that several teeth had been removed as well. Um, it looked as if her killer had attempted to remove her head with a shovel, but gave up or something. Which I think that's interesting to just like give up on that. Like, mm, never <laughs> like, mind. Like, ah, it's not worth it. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's go home. <laughs> right? I mean, because we have covered cases where the level of violence is just immense. Um, we look at like the yoga murders and so many stab wounds and just like brutal markings all over the, um, her body. But for some reason, this person couldn't finish the job. If Maybe you will. they weren't strong enough. Exactly, exactly. So it looked as though, well, police had originally suspected that the the tool used to attempt to remove her head was of a, a military-grade shovel. Mm-hmm. So it kind of looks like a pickaxe, but it's a shovel, 
it's like it folds down onto the actual handle and then you pull it up and it's like a shiv almost. It's really weird looking, but it's military grade and that's what they assumed was used to attempt to remove her head. They did, however, remove her hands successfully and like I said, they pulled a few of her teeth. Um, so that's interesting. Just some? Yeah, just a few of them, which is, that's the other thing. So her teeth had extensive work done on them. And according to one of the sources I used, the type of dentistry was described as New York style. I didn't really get any other information about that. I don't know what it means to get dental work New done in New York. The, yeah, in the New York style. I was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> well, I've heard like cases where... They can say, oh, this person's probably from South America. This looks like South American dentistry. Right, but exactly. Not, and I've never heard it vary from state to state. That's weird. Yeah, I know. And the other interesting thing is, is that they left in gold caps that she had on her teeth, like pure 14 karat gold that the police estimated were worth $10,000. So clearly the motive wasn't robbery. Or they're stupid. Yeah, or they're stupid. I don't know. Maybe they just don't know what gold is when they look at it. But um, the teeth ha- remained in there. The gold teeth did. But the teeth that would have been essential into identifying her based off of dental records oh, were okay. removed. I was going to say, so, why would they only take some? Did So did they take her hands? Yeah, her so hands she were has never no found. fingerprints and no, t- no dental records. Exactly. Gotcha. And so the other interesting thing about the fingerprints is that she must have been, she must have had a criminal record for them to be worried about her body being identified with fingerprints. So there is a theory that goes into someone with a criminal background, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But it's interesting that they took they went to such great lengths to remove all identifiers of this woman. Um, also, her body was really badly decomposed. Like, it had been there for several days. Police even estimated that she had been killed weeks before the body was found. And there are some that claim that she was killed... Like earlier in July, like around the 4th of July, her body was stored in a freezer and then it was dumped on the beach because there was literally no signs of a struggle at all. Well, if I'm murdering someone, it's on 4th of July. Right. It's because a, that's like the loudest day ever. I know. I know. And it's in this tiny little Cape Town so everybody's going to go and see the fireworks. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where people are rem- going to be. I'm remembering from that episode, I really w- wish I remembered what it was called, that there's that her body's, like, really gross looking. Like, they have pictures of it. Is yeah. that this case? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I have one picture of her body, and I can show it to you right now. Okay. Since we're talking about it. Um, and it's, you can't really see it, but it's in the reeds. So... The dunes obviously have brush and trees growing out of them, but they're near the beach-ish. So, and her body was completely nude. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's like a side picture of it. You really can't see her, but that's the like back half of yeah, her body. That's the picture I was thinking of. Yeah, it's- and she's like laying face down. It almost looks like if you had walked by it, that you might not even see it as a body unless you were looking for a body. Right, Like it exactly. could look like a log or something. Exactly, yeah. So it doesn't really look like a person. Um, so when they, when police get to the crime scene, they recognize that she has red or auburn hair and was tied back in a ponytail, and she was laying on a green beach blanket. Under her head was a pair of Wrangler jeans and a blue bandana, which were folded nicely behind her head, sort of like a pillow. Almost. Hmm. So um, 
Yeah. Some speculate um, that the Lady of the Dunes knew her attacker um, because, like I said before, no there struggle, was no yeah. struggle. Yeah, exactly. And there was also not a lot of blood on the scene either. So, so maybe she wasn't killed there. Exactly. Which was the other theory about her being preserved in a mm-hmm. freezer. And so her body, like all of the blood would have frozen. And it just, I don't know. I don't know how that works. But um, so <laughs> many. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of people assume that she was not actually killed on the beach. Hmm. Um, she was also sexually assaulted after she had been killed, which is probably why her jeans had been removed. But I can't. I didn't learn anything about, like, a shirt or anything on, like, her top half of her body, which I thought was really interesting. The only thing were the jeans and the bandana. And I have known women to wear just a bandana mm-hmm. around their body. Especially and... on the 4th of July yeah, or right. around that time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's July. It's at, at the beach. Yeah. So that's another thing. Um, or maybe that has something that is a, since this is an unsolved cold case, maybe that evidence is something that they haven't released ever to right. the public. Exactly. So they may have found her shirt. They may not have. I don't know. Um. So like I said, police stated that it's possible she was killed somewhere else and her body was placed there and posed to look like she had been sunbathing with her face in the sand so that if someone did stumble upon it, they would just see a woman sunbathing. Mm-hmm. But then again, they tried to sh- like sever her head off. So that clearly she doesn't have hands. No, exactly. So that would clearly not look normal. And then her cause of death was a huge gash in the back of her head, which was visible since her head, like the back of her head was exposed. Anyway, so. But in that photo, she it really does look like if you just had walked by Mm -hmm. without looking that direction that. Yeah, I could see someone never would have noticed that. Yeah, yeah. So at this time, DNA was actually not accepted in criminal court because it was not completely accurate yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I've said this like a billion times, but DNA was new during this time period. Um, and it didn't really hit courtrooms until I want to say the 90s is when they really started using DNA in criminal court. I don't know if that's completely correct. Please correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, so in the 70s, it just wouldn't have been much help. Um, police chief James J. Meads was on the case. <laughs> and I just really feel bad for this guy because there isn't really much to go off here except for speculation. He was extremely determined, though, and wanted to desperately find the killer up until his retirement in 1992. And there's actually been two other police chiefs that have taken over this case since his retirement. Um, some, uh, some guy named Tobias, and there's currently a female on the case at the moment. I don't remember her name. Um, so I don't know what it's like to be a cop, but from like cop movies, there's a lot of dedication for serious cold cases that they have to deal with. And I can only imagine what this poor guy was going through, not even knowing the identity of this woman. And it's obviously someone from his town or just like the fact that it she was died in, our, in his town. It's just, right. it's just a lot. So, well, I think of like Michelle McNamara and... Literally, that book is called um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, A Woman's Obsessive Search for the Golden State Killer. Yeah. And how she dedicated her whole, like, if you read the book, she's a mom and she would, like, be a mom during the day. And all night she had a, her little office where she would go and, and research, research this case. Mm-hmm. And she died before she, like, literally right before they mm-hmm. figured out who it was. Yeah. Just so unsatisfying I for know, her. Poor thing, but yeah. yeah, I think that there's, I mean, 
if that's your whole entire career in life is trying to identify this one person, that's yeah, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's really weird that nobody has come forward to claim this woman as the, like a family member, and then they've proven that it is in fact their family member. I just think it's really sad. Wait, they've proven? What no, do you mean? They, they haven't. Well, I'm just, I'm saying like, I wish that someone had come forward. Oh, I, okay. You know, like, it's just really weird that no one has well, come forward. Well, maybe they're afraid. She was killed in such exactly. a gruesome way. Mm-hmm. And just the tidbits that you've said of like potential criminal history. And mm-hmm. if I'm remembering this episode correctly, <laughs> like- some maybe just some sketchy things that they would be afraid to claim her exactly publicly. And there are a few, of course, this is all of these theories are speculation at this point, but there are a few theories that connect back to some really weird stuff. And I'll get into that in a minute. Um, so like I said, the woman's name is to this day unknown to police as well as how old she was, which I always thought was interesting because they literally... I'll, I'll tell you. But she minute. looks younger. She looks like 20s or 30s. Right, exactly. But they only, they give you a 20-year window. They say that she's tw- from 20 to 40 is what they have guessed her age is. And um, I'll show you a few renderings that they've come up with, but they are all of them are vastly different from each other. Yeah. It's so odd. And, and they like the age progression yes, photos and exactly. stuff. Exactly. I'm like, what is happening? And this is not the same person. Exactly. And for me... You know, I watched so many crime shows that involved like renderings and taking like m- like tissue depth samples mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And they are very accurate in what they come up with. And I can only imagine that this is how the real world works. And it's sort of like this may be what she looks like, according to our research. So right. but sometimes they're creepily, creepily accurate. Yeah. 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 There was one it's case. insane. <laughs> Damn it. There was one case that I read about and they were trying to find the killer. And this guy made a, like an aged rendering of him. In Indiana? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know and, what like, you're talking his glasses. about. That's what I was going to bring up. <laughs> that is yes. creepy. Oh, my God. That's because we're in sync. Yeah. No. But um, they like picked out his glasses perfectly. He was like, I think this is what this person would wear based off of his personality and characteristics. And he was so scarily accurate. That's how they identified him was because he picked the correct glasses. Yeah. I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. Anyway. So this is just one of those cases where that just didn't happen. (laughs) And um, I'll post all of the renderings that I found onto the description and you guys can look at them, but they're so different and it's irritating and I don't understand. <laughs> I just right. don't understand. Um, or if we don't find legal like photos that we can legally use, just look it up. Yeah, exactly. So just Google. Because sometimes we try to post photos and we and have we, to. We have to like get permission. Yeah. So we just don't. So, <laughs> so, so we just, just look it up. Because like, why would I get permission for that? Yeah. Okay. So I'll show you a few of the sketches. So these, this is just one of the random amalgamations over the years of like several of them that have come up. And then the most recent sketch is this one. Yeah, so this one, and um, for all of you that can't visually see what I'm pointing out, um, uh, the sketch has like a green background on it, and she has brown hair. She looks a little bit older, um, but she just looks so sweet, and just I just feel bad for her. Anyway. Yeah, and all of the photos look like 
like maybe all these women are related or right something, or could, but they don't yeah. look the same. No. And then here's this other one, and this is where she has the red hair, which I thought was really interesting that they okay. Didn't... This lady looks totally different. Yeah, than yeah. That one. No, it doesn't look the same at all. The only thing that kind of looks similar in all of the sketches is her no her nasal ridge is mm-hmm. really thin and slimming. It's a really she has a yeah. really small nose. Maybe they're giving options just in case. Right. Like maybe they're providing variation so that if someone even thinks that they know who that is, then they at least have a lead to go off of. Exactly, exactly. So the composite that I showed you of the with the green mm-hmm. background was done in 2010 using a CT scan and color descriptors to create the composite. But again, her hair was brown in that picture, and the police specifically described it as having uh, described her as having red hair or auburnish hair. Right. Um, so it's just really interesting. And then the eye color always changes periodically for some of the um, composite sketches, and it's just all over the place. Um, do you think that this is purposeful, like I was saying a second ago, or do you think that maybe it's like the case keeps getting handed off to different people and at the same time technology is progressing and how we can actually do these renderings? I think it might be a mixture of both. And then at the same time, the police say that they used color speculation for like her skin color because her body was so badly decomposed they couldn't tell mm-hmm. what her skin color was which is so sad and horrible um but yeah so it also comes in handy that you know technology progresses and as it progresses it becomes slightly more accurate and so as it as they went along in this case and they're clearly still hanging on to it because it's it's um one of the oldest cold cases in Massachusetts history um so I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it might be a mixture of everything. And they've gone to so many different experts that they each add their own interpretation to the composite sketches. Yeah. So there you go. Um. So because no one came forward to claim the body, um, the Lady of the Dunes was buried um, on October, I think... I don't remember the exact date, but in October in 1974 with a plaque that said unidentified female body found race point dunes, July 24th, 1974. Um, so with that, we're going to end our first episode and to continue listening to the weird case of the lady of the dunes, tune in to episode two. Um, we're going to get into some theories really soon. And one of them is really weird but actually kind of makes sense so yeah (laughs) thanks Thanks for for listening. listening bye